Welcome to the Entourage Podcast. My name is Paige Scott, and I'm going to be your host. Entourage Ministries gets its inspiration from Psalm 6811 that says, The Lord gives the command, and a great army of women proclaim the good news. Entourage is a multi-generational, multi-denominational, multicultural women's ministry based in Durant, Oklahoma. Join us today as we dive into truth from the Word so that your heart and spirit may be encouraged. Well, welcome, and if we can, just open in prayer. Father, we thank you for this time together, and we just bless those that are listening. We just pray that their hearts would be stirred to just entertain what it is to do this life through prayer with you. And I just pray over every voice listening that they be healthy, whole, and at the end of this, that they rejoice and know of your love and your kindness in all areas of their life, and that they're not alone. In Jesus' name, amen. But today I want to start in a very basic place. Um, Prayer is such a word that many denominations approach prayer in many different ways. So I want to just take us back to the foundation in Matthew 6, 9 through up to 14 to the Lord's Prayer. And we're going to look at it just a little bit differently, but I want us to recite it together before I start delving into it a little bit more. So here we go. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed it be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. When we start that, our Father which art in heaven, how it be thy name. We just need to start our, our day, our prayer, in that place of honoring and glorifying the Lord. And so let everything we do come from that place. That God, you be honored, you be glorified. I like to say that I want my flesh to be brought down low and for God to be exalted above all things. No matter the situation, the time, or the space, God is exalted above it. And secondly, it says, um, I want you to think about God wants us to live an abundant life. He wants us to see heaven on earth. He doesn't want us just getting by, just scraping through the day, um, just watching the clock till, oh, when can I, this day be over. He wants us to enjoy and live it to the fullest. And that's the part of the prayer that says, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Our will needs to line up with God's will, with his word. And in heaven, there's no sickness So again, it is God's will for each one of us to be well, healed, whole, and living healthy. In heaven, no one has a broken heart. There are no tears in heaven. And so it is not God's desire for us to have tears of pain and sorrow. But we do have those in life, and we need to lay those. He says he takes those in the bottle. He counts those tears. And and I'm believing today that if you are shedding tears of sorrow, of brokenness, especially heartbreak, 
break that you would know that your Father in heaven has so much joy stored up for you and restoration. And financially, the Lord does not want us to be broke and unable to meet our needs. And that leads me to the next part. Philippians 4.19 says, My God shall supply all your needs according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And the familiar thing to go to there is with finances. And, and that is, He supplies for His children. He's a good Father. And He supplied Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. That is the number one need we have, that He has already made a way for us to come to heaven and to ha experience heaven on earth by that relationship with Jesus Christ. And uh, But going back to the, the financial part, the natural needs, we all have them. We all have, need a place to live, a place to sleep, and a way to get transported from place to place. But I heard a man, a pastor, say it this way. He says, I just say, thank you, Jesus, for meeting my needs according to your riches, because that's what the Word says, and the Word will not return void, and it will fulfill what it says. So our needs are met. Financial, emotional, uh, health-wise, all of those needs are met. But he says, I pray about my wants or my desires, that they truly do line up with God's Word and His intent for my life. And it says that if we ask in faith, according to the Word, we will receive it. So I just thank you, Father, that today, as the women or men, whoever is listening to this, as they ponder, what are they desiring? What are they wanting? Do, does it edify you? Does it line up with your word? And and also posture. Let us each posture ourselves that we go, Lord, make your desire be my desire. Make your wants be my wants. And so then we truly can be his hands and feet on this earth. And he gives us this day our daily bread. He, he has word for us. He has our supply met. But I like to think about that um, when I was younger. My best friend's great aunt, she had a little loaf that would sit in the middle of her table. And before we could eat, we had to take out one of the scripture cards and we had to read it. And it truly did say, Our Daily Bread. And so that was, has just stuck with me all of my life, even into adulthood. And so I just want you to even think about that, that open your word daily and receive God's word for you, God's instructions for you for that day, the daily instructions, the daily bread, and, uh, and see that your needs and your wants truly do get lined up with His and met. Jesus was beaten and took a crown of thorns so that we could be forgiven of the sin. Jesus was sinless. He took sin. We were the ones that were sinners. And so by that exchange, He, uh, he, he humbled Himself. A great forgiveness is an act of humility. Trust in God 
and faith and hope. And it's real easy to say, forgive, please forgive me, or I forgive you, but do we mean it? And I had a, a dear pastor. She told me, she said, you and I was having one of those days when I, it felt like everywhere I had turned, everybody was hitting every cheek and I didn't have any cheeks left. And um, she said, you know, it has been a hard day. But she said, I haven't been beaten to the point of death and we haven't had a, thorn, a crown of thorns pressed into our skull. And that just also has stuck with me that, wow, if Jesus on the cross can say, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do, then as we walk with humans, each other, and we mess up, whether it's intentional or accidental, because I think a lot of times forgiveness has to be given for as more accidental things than things done on purpose. And so I just hope that we don't fall into justification for holding up forgiveness, but we think back to if Jesus can hang on the cross and ask God to forgive those that beat him, those that mocked him, then surely that same grace, that's the, the word even tells us that same spirit lives in us. And so today I just pray a grace upon you that if you need to forgive someone, that grace is there to forgive. And if you need forgiveness, I've been in that position where I'm the one that I need forgiveness because I messed up, then I pray that you would be merciful and receive God's forgiveness first because we're oftentimes we're more easily to give forgiveness to someone else than to ourselves. So just practice that. Practice forgiving yourself and receiving God's forgiveness. And as we enlarge our heart to receive His forgiveness and His love, then we can love better, we can forgive better, and we can release heaven on earth. Forgiveness really does matter to God. And it says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Other translations uses the word trespasses and trespasser. Then in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, it says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able? And this is the part I want us to focus on. But with every temptation will also make a way of escape. Again, that is in the Word, and the Word will not return void. So in every situation, when that peace of God leaves us, then we look for our way of escape or the exit door. Because it says, And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And so I just want you, no matter where you're at, God has made a way out. God has made a way up, and God has made a way to Him, and that is in Jesus. And oftentimes when I have found myself in that position, I've just said, Jesus, help me. And instantly I would think of, okay, I can do this. Or He would physically show me a way to exit if I'm in a group that I need to get away from. 
And so if you're in a position today that you're just thinking, I can't get rid of this temptation, I just thank you, Father, for giving them the grace and the hope to hold on to. You have given them a way of escape. And so that the Holy Spirit can come underneath there and empower them to choose to get away from that temptation and not give in to it, whatever it is. And lastly, for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And I just wanted to reiterate, God hasn't asked us to live this life by our might or our power, but he said, do it by the Spirit. And so those things that I've spoken to you today about, those can only be done with the help of the Holy Spirit. We have Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the the Trinity, the Head. And so I just thank you, Father, for empowering them to operate in this life by the Spirit. And so before I go on to our closing point, let's recite the Lord's Prayer one more time together. So, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. So I just pray that that segment has helped you maybe think about that Lord's Prayer, that basic thing, that childlike thing all of us learned in Sunday school or, or maybe with your grandmother's lap or wherever it was that you had that imparted into you. And just take it, like I said, I just went through and took it apart and just um, tried to apply it to some of our common everyday life because the Word really is user-friendly. And we just want to make sure the Word is accountable to the Word. And so before we leave, I just want to uh, go to Matthew 18 19. And this is Jesus talking. And he says, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. And so the second Tuesday of every month, we meet at the um, entourage meets, and we would love for you to come and have one of us just agree with you, pray this prayer of agreement and faith. The Lord says that one will put a thousand to flight, two will put ten thousand to flight. So no matter what the battle is, no matter how many things are coming against you, we just want you to always feel welcome to come to our service and to our place of praying and agreement together. I hope when I come back again, we can talk about other types of prayer and other prayer um, tools that the Lord has given us. So we just welcome you to come. And again, that is the prayer of agreement. When you have something on your heart and you just need someone to agree with you because you've already got the word. And so we just thank you for being with us and we just pray that you are blessed. And let me close in, in a short prayer over you. Father, we just thank you for these this congregation of of listeners that, Father, as they go back to this basics, meet them where they're at, and I pray that they would open their hearts 
to receive more of your love, more of your goodness, more of your peace. And I thank you, Father God, that they will know and apply your word appropriately to their situations. That we are not just to be knowers of the word, but we are to be doers of the word. And so we thank you today, Father, that we be found doing your word and being Christians, being love on this earth. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. For more information about Entourage Ministries, visit our website at entourageministries.com or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. We gather for our monthly worship gathering open to any woman who has interest the second Tuesday of every month at the Monterey in the Arts District of Durant, Oklahoma. 